0: Welcome back to another episode of E for Anya Summer. So exciting. So the eights were super fun, learned a lot about them, and now we're here to talk about nines, and you and me
1: both adore nines. So I'm very excited for this. I have so many nine friends, it's not even funny. They're so easy to be friends with. Oh, seriously, they are like the most easygoing people, especially like Considering us, we have like such like intense personalities and they're just like, we're just going to join you and come along with you. Yes, yes, yes. So
0: let's get into who nines are, their core motivations and fears and everything. So tell us a little bit about the nine for those who may not know.
1: Okay, so the nines are called the peacemakers. Um, and once you talk to one of them, once you learn about you're like, I completely understand why are you, you are called the peacemaker. Um, they are at the top of the pentagram. So that does not mean that they are the number, like they're not the best one. Um, they're just at the top and they pretty much have a connection to every number. Um, that's going to make sense the more that we explain it. So their basic fear is of loss and separation. Um, so they do not want to lose the people around them. They don't want to be separated from them desire is to have inner stability or peace of mind so they're always looking for peace um within themselves within their people all kinds of things um and their deadly sin is called sloth which sounds really strange you think of a sloth and you think oh they're just super lazy um most of my, my friends are not super lazy it's just the point of getting them to start a new task mm. um, they like might be motivated But getting that like almost inertia to go um, can be really difficult. Once they are in the process of doing something, they are go, go, go. They are motivated and they go. Um, But they live a lot of their lives off of that motivation. And so when the motivation isn't there, um, maybe they're laying on the couch and they need to get up and do the dishes, that kind of thing. Um, It takes a while for them to get there. Um, Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Super, super weird. Some of the deadly sins are kind of funny. You'll hear them. They're, they, <laughs> they are mean. kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of funny. Um, but nines are accepting. They're super trusting. And they have the ability to put themselves in anyone else's shoes. Um, so they're great empathizers, um, which I absolutely love being in type four because I also love to empathize with people. Yes, political. Um, oh, so Yeah. They have an unobstructed view of the world. Um, One of their biggest traits is their desire to avoid conflict at the risk of separation. Um, So some of the things that I've seen in just like everyday things is my friends that are nines. If I say that I'm craving some type of food, but then I ask them what they want, they're not going to say anything that's deferring what I am wanting. Um, So true. They don't want to risk that conflict of us not wanting the same thing to like it's even goes so small as that. Um, And so it's really interesting. It was really frustrating when I first started becoming friends with Nines because I was like, why? Why am I always making the choices? Um, But it made so much sense once I learned. Um, They tend to merge their feelings and viewpoints and opinions with those around them. Um, It's all to avoid the conflict of disagreeing, which can in turn cause conflict of them losing themselves. Um, So they have difficulty identifying their own feelings or viewpoints or opinions because they're other people to avoid that conflict um and they tend to see the world from every viewpoint except that of their own so one of the phrases about nine a nine can identify as every type except for a nine um (laughs) i love that they can take on every other personality and i've seen Um, They can take on every other personality because they're trying to conform to that person to make sure that they don't lose them. Um, And so it's always super interesting. Nine was the most frustrating type for me to learn about. Like I was always so frustrated with my type nine friends until I learned about type nines. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, I get it. I'm not frustrated. And that's just the beauty It just completely sets you free. Yes. Yes. Okay.
0: So what does a really healthy nine look like? Are they able to kind of come into their own a little bit easier, do you
1: think? Yes. So a really healthy nine takes characteristics of a type three. Love Um, it. They are still able to kind of have that chameleon effect. That's one of the things about threes is they're a chameleon, Mm -hmm. um, which out in the three episode but um so they are great mediators. like obviously their name is the peacemaker they um can just mediate a conflict completely because they have the ability to value see and value both sides of a perspective yeah um, and they are unselfish and they're inclusive and so healthy nines are amazing people to have on your team yes, definitely it's also super comforting because they're not just on your team; they're valuing every opinion, mm-hmm. um, and so they're going to value everything. Um, an average healthy nine—they're um, very, they're very easygoing, but man, they are stubborn. Um, <laughs> I really don't know what brings it on, but like the nine is—it's always so funny because the nine is within the gut triad, which is the anger triad. Um, Interesting like, minds aren't angry. They're so compliant. And I'm like, but all of that is like internally angry because oh. they're, so they're really out of touch with their anger. Um, and so that stubbornness comes out and they're also overlooking themselves. They're not caring for themselves. Um, they're not like valuing their own opinion, that kind of thing. They are like, their anger is completely out of touch. So a lot of times that's when you're going to see a blow up. um good to know the unhealthy sixes they take on parts of the unhealthy or the unhealthy nines take on parts of the unhealthy six Mm. sorry (laughs) we knew what you meant giving you the answer a little too early um but they have really they have a really hard time making decisions because they are super fearful if you when you learn about those type sixes they are super fearful um and so those when they're when type nines are being unhealthy they're having a really hard time making decisions um they're dependent on others and they're completely out of touch and they often engage in numbing behaviors so um i mean you can think of any numbing behaviors food drinking anything like that like anything that's Mm. just kind of body numb your emotions because they're just out of. so
0: wow okay i I think it's interesting for each type just how different the healthy versus unhealthy is and that's like across the board it's so clear when someone is healthy versus unhealthy I feel like if you know them well enough so that's really good to know yeah Um, it's mm -hmm.
1: it's really good to know yeah
0: okay so last question before we bring in our lovely friend that we adore so much um what do nines bring to the table that we can really value in their friendship.
1: I seriously value my nine friends so much because mm-hmm. I have such an ability to see every perspective. Yeah. As like as a four, I am like a one-way train of it's linked to my emotions. And so I'm like, this is how I feel. Um, and I usually talk to my nine friends, like they're some of my closest friends. And so those are the people that I talk to immediately. Um and they're instantly able to be like, well Megan, this is how the other person feels or this is like this is why they're doing that. And I'm like instantly calmed. Like, oh, that makes so much sense. Um and so they have a huge ability to like be a mediator during conflict. And so if I have conflict with a friend, I always bring one of my nine friends in to just kind of help because a lot of times it's all emotion filled. Um, and they can separate from that. They just have this like positive ability to like change the situation. Um, but also give like an unobstructed view. Um, but even just like outside of conflict, if I am like struggling with like an issue at work or like political issues or whatever, I like will call, I will call them and they're like, well, this is how the other side feels. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, Cool because most everyone else we can't like completely put ourselves in someone else's shoe but because they have that ability to completely separate from themselves which is a negative if it's taken too far um but it's also a huge positive because they can just wholeheartedly step into another person um and completely understand how they're feeling love it hug your nine friends tight
0: guys they're such wonderful people um and give a make decisions
1: yes make them choose where you're going to lunch don't tell them what you want make them say what they want I know I like I have really learned that out of my type nine friends about like I mean we always are deciding where we want to go eat and so I will like list like six places that sound good to me um and then let them choose from those because I know if I just ask them like hey what do you want to eat and I don't suggest anything they're just like, mm, I don't know. Anything sounds good. Like, you're <laughs> never going to land on something. Um, and so it was really helpful. And I, I, like, told my friends that I was doing this because otherwise I, I didn't want to be, like, manipulative. Yeah. Um, but I I'm very, like, I'm a very picky person. And I also have a lot of food allergies. And so I have to, like, kind of be careful about where I go to eat. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, let me give you some options in the, the, that I'm cool with. And then you choose from those. Um, and it really Really set my nine friends free in that in that decision. And that that decision is so trivial, but like that's important to them mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. in their ability to like communicate but not have conflict. And I was like, I'm cool with all of these choices. Um, you you choose one of the choices, and I do that with my kids in speech too. Of like, I'm like, do you want the blue crayon or the red crayon? No, it's not an answer. The pink is not an answer. Um, like they have a choice and they get that independence of choosing between those things yeah Um, it's weird at first and you're like this doesn't seem natural um but all of my nine friends were like I really value that um and I don't give them just two choices like (laughs) that's for little kids but yeah it's been really helpful
0: okay good advice well I am so ready to talk with our friend are you ready to do this
1: oh yes you know I'm always ready to talk to this specific person (laughs) all right let's bring her in
0: welcome gabby harvey to p for podcast e for any series the nines hello hello
2: Hello I'm so excited. We're so happy to have you here. I know I already listened to I've been listening to like y'all's episodes and I feel like I'm in the room with y'all but I can't like y'all can't hear me so it's like now I'm actually here with you all and that's great.
1: Oh you're so sweet we love our nines that's the first (laughs) thing we said. My favorite thing about podcasts is like like you're listening to people and you're like, I feel like you're in my living room, but we're all uh-huh. in the home the scene. but like, you're sitting. <laughs> oh, in the yeah. Room. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know.
0: 100%. Okay. Oh, no. So, Gabby, we want to know more about you. So tell yes. us your name, what you do, and something you
2: collect. Okay. So, I. I'm an elementary school teacher, currently a stay-at-home mom to my little baby boy, Harrison, yes. which has been super fun and really exciting. The cutest nug. The sweetest nug. Um, just a sweet, sweet boy. And I asked my husband, I was like, mm, I feel like I have some things that I collect, but there are definitely like the top three things that I collect. And I really feel like these three things are just me in a whole like – pins vans and floral print dresses yeah. like <laughs> like those three things can never go wrong with <laughs> like those those are those are the top tier things for me for sure
1: <laughs> yes. I'm literally not even kidding you that when Laura texted me and was like hey we're gonna do Gabby I was like in my head I was like her collection is gonna be pins like
2: I love them <laughs> 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 they're so fun <laughs> Yes. But I couldn't forget my Vans collection, and then my and then Danny was like, "Please don't forget your floral print dresses. Like they are the bane of my existence. So please put those in there."
0: <laughs> Three things to describe Gabby, right there.
2: <laughs> Honestly, right.
1: we don't need to talk about anything else. So that's that's Gabby. That's it. That's no. me. Right, that's a good episode. Uh, thanks for
2: tuning in, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's all I am. Oh, and then like Jesus. We collect Jesus here. Our group name
1: has been for like like a year and a half. It's been one actual mom and two dog moms. And I changed it last week to Boss Babes for the Lord.
2: (laughs) Honestly. Yeah.
1: We're here collecting Jesus. Here's Here's collecting
2: collecting Jesus. More like friends of Jesus, like Jesus friends, (laughs) like Jesus
0: freaks throwback to DC talk days and like the (laughs) nineties, but that's so good.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) All right, guys. Well, Gabby is our, well, several nine friends, but Gabby is the first nine that came to mind because She's a very healthy nine and a very loving nine, and we adore her so much. Um, (laughs) So, of course, I'm going to throw things off for you immediately right off the start and not ask you something on the list I sent. Um, Okay. (laughs) So if you're I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, one (laughs) way. Um, What has quarantine been like for you?
2: Quarantine has been hard. Mm-hmm. but also kind of great for me. Like I thrive on alone time sometimes. Like I love being around people. I really do. But like I can have one, like one interaction with people a day is it. That's all I need. Like, and that's how I think of my days. Like, okay, like Monday, um, I'm free. And that's like my hangout day with Daniel. That's fine. That's my free day. Tuesday is women's Bible study. That and that means my whole day is booked. Like I'm I'm done for the day. Like <laughs> and then <laughs> like I'm too much. But like today I have like I'm doing this with y'all and I have like a date day planned with Danny. And then I we have people coming to sit in the backyard with us and like watch movies from six feet away, like in our backyard. And I'm like, oh my God, today is so busy and so packed. And like But with like quarantine, like that's been really weird for me. I don't have anything to fill my days with. And so it's like been really hard for me. But also, I've been really hard on myself Mm -hmm. because if you know anything about nines, they are really slow to start and really hard to keep motivated. And I need someone to motivate me, but there's no one I can hang out with to like be motivated. So I have had to be my own motivator and it has been so hard. And I get down on myself a lot that I haven't been accomplishing the things I want to accomplish or like that I've let myself get down behind on laundry or something like that. And it's just really been hard on me mentally because I feel like I'm failing myself because I'm not motivated or I can't, I set, okay, this is ridiculous. I set an alarm on my phone to work out every day at ten forty-five, And I do, and I've been working out at 10 45, you know, most days, but then I have another alarm at eleven thirty to take a shower. And my husband is like, why do you need an alarm to tell you to take a shower? And I was like, because after I work out, I will sit on the couch and play on my phone for hours. And then I won't shower. So I have to make myself have this, go take a shower thing to like, I don't know, set a schedule for myself to motivate myself to do on, to move on to the next thing and not be stuck in this one thing. hmm
1: Oh, completely.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that makes sense. Like you set an alarm and it's almost like, I don't want to call it a goal, but it's mm-hmm. like, Hey, okay, this is a task that needs to be done. I'm going to yeah. hold myself to it.
2: Your girl loves a schedule. Like I love a plan. I love a schedule.
1: Yes. Yes. Oh, and I can completely. I like am. Um, you can't see me because it's a podcast, but I'm laughing while Gabby is talking about like, oh, my day is too busy. I've only had I've had one interaction. It's too busy because <laughs> me and Gabby and Laura all lived together one year in the sorority house, and I would come home from class, and I I mean I would spend all day on campus. I worked in ministry, so I was on campus all day, and I would come home, and Gabby would be in her all gray sweatsuit in her bed. <laughs> And she's like, okay, it's over. and I'm like, Gabby, it's 1230 in the, in the afternoon. Like, and like no, I've had too many interactions today. The day is over. And I'm like, no, you have to get up. Like,
2: <laughs> was, I was like, Today's done. I have on my favorite sweater and my favorite sweatpants. I'm not going anywhere. And they're like, no, you have to leave. And I'm like, fine, I guess.
0: <laughs> oh, good time. Good mm-hmm. time.
2: Ugh, I miss that sweater. <laughs> Where is it? <laughs>
0: In
1: honor of it,
2: yeah, it was so cute.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so diving straight in, so your type, how did you figure that out?
2: Um, so I like Laura did it with, you know, it's the three of us together uh, as usual when it comes to Enneagram stuff. Um, I was sitting in Megan's car and I was taking this test and I was just like, I didn't have the problem that y'all had where like mistyped in the beginning because I'm also very honest with myself and like, you know, like this is how I do things and I accept a lot of my flaws and just really embrace them, whatever. But I was taking it and I felt incredibly seen like I was like I don't know like when we got to the part about like poor fears I was like how did you get into my brain please let like this is my brain like get out where how did you get in here and it was just like it was also I don't know it was just like that's how I found it out just like being in the car with y'all was like oh This is where I am. I literally even remember where I was. Megan was literally, like, pumping gas at, like, a Chevron. Like, (laughs) we were about to go to the mall, and I'm, like, sitting in the car in the summer, and Megan's pumping gas, and I'm, like, taking this test and being like, oh, yeah, I'm a nine. And, like, I'm very nine. And, like, I'm so nine that every, like personality test that I take is like oh some version of the peacemaker or some version of green or anything like that like if it's green if the like personality test is like green that's Gabby if it's like the peacemaker it's Gabby like that's just who she is like you know it's always that
1: okay I love that I I honest I do remember that yeah we went to the mall I think mm-hmm. you like, announced that you were a nine as we were like going under a bridge. And I was like, how did you figure that out so quickly? And then you like gave the information and I was like, you're a freaking nine. And I was still <laughs> trying to figure out what my type was. And so I was so mad because I was like, she just figured that out so easily. And I've <laughs> never know what I am. Like,
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah, I've, it's just, every time I see like Enneagram stuff on Instagram and it's like about a nine, I'm like, wow, how did they get into my life? Like, this is my brain. This is me. Like, it's so weird. I'm just so nine. Sometimes it hurts. Painfully nine. (laughs) Like a painful nine. Oh my goodness. That's
1: so funny. I love it.
0: Were your thoughts, Gabby, when you took this test and you got nine, were you, kind of relieved were you like "Ooh, someone's invading my personal space what was that thought process
2: I mean and there was definitely like this like something not invading my personal space it made me feel really understood because I honestly felt like no one thinks like me there's no way anyone ever has these crazy irrational thoughts like but like as I've gotten to know people and like And like what, like, and I encourage them to take the Enneagram test. Um, It's just like, I realize that I'm not friends with a lot of nines. Like Mm -hmm. I can think offhand that I like am personally friends with like one other nine. And the reason, and when we deal with things, we deal with things very similarly and it's really funny to me, but it's like, I don't have, the reason I don't think that people recognize or like, you know, understand what I'm going through is because we're not the same Enneagram types. Like, yeah. of course they don't have these thoughts because we don't, we're not the same. Like, so I really felt like I was the only one who really was irrationally worried about what other, how other people feel. I get you, But it definitely was really nice to know that people have similar feelings. I
1: do. Yeah. So comforting so nice to feel validated.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, not definitely.
1: <laughs> I know. No, i not nuts. I promise. <laughs> no, it's seriously so comforting. And it's like really helpful to just get the like, there's so many times that there's these thoughts that we have in our head and we're like, am I crazy? Like, do I need to go ask for help? Or. Mm-hmm is this normal? And so it's so comforting to have that validation of like, this is normal. This is other people feel this way. But then also like a lot of times we just don't have the language to explain what we're feeling. And that was like the beauty of the Enneagram for me was like, I have words to explain my feelings now and that that I did not have before. Um, It was just like a whole new world of vocabulary that opened up for us. Yep. And then it's like, you try
0: to explain how you're feeling to other people. And like Abby said, they they don't, they don't get it. They don't understand. Like, why do you care what people think so much? And it's like, what do you mean? You don't care what people think.
2: What do you mean? I know. I was like, I'm sure we'll like talk about that later, but like conflict is like the biggest thing for nines. Like we don't want it. And it's just like, there are people out there who don't care. Like eights are like, Eights, yeah. Eights love conflict. And I know this because two of my super close friends are eights, and I freaking love them. And it's crazy because they're so not against conflict. And the funniest thing is about – I know, I'm sorry, I'm, like, jumping into, like, an eight and nine relationship. Like, an eight and nine relationship is that, like, eight and nines when they're together, they hype each other up in a way that, like – makes the nine feel like they can be in conflict and that they can do that. And when I'm around those two people, I like am a little bit bolder. And it's okay. like, and it's like really funny. Cause it's like, I know that those people will back me up on the conflict and I'm not alone. Like, so it's like, I have that ability to be bolder with an eight. Mm-hmm. And that's literally what they do to each other, like an eight and nine together, which is really funny.
0: Very interesting. Mm-hmm. So let's just talk about conflict then. Um, <laughs> time in. Let's do it. So Gabby, someone comes to you and they have a problem, whether it's with you or with someone else. What is your initial reaction in your gut?
2: Um, fear, terror, um, literal, actual running away like want to run away how do I exit this I don't ever want to make anyone I love upset with me I just don't like it's I don't want that for them I don't want them to feel sad I don't want to put them in situations that could make them potentially upset Mm -hmm. I don't I don't I don't know. I just don't want to see them sad. And I don't want to fight with them because I love them too much to fight with them. Not because like, they don't annoy me. Like, I'm sure that like I get annoyed all the time, but like, you know, I don't, what if we fight and then this fight is the last fight that we have. And I never get to have this person in my life again. And that is terrifying. Like, it's just too much for me. Like I want them to love be, love and be part of my life forever. So I'm not going to say things that are aggressive or do things that, you know, could potentially make them mad. But when they come to me with conflict, I'm like, how can we solve this? How can I make you happy? How can we both get what we want? Or I am the queen of artfully crafting a non-confrontational email. Like... <laughs>
0: Good to know.
2: Oh, yeah. Like, I can word the sassiest, meanest thing in the sweetest way possible because I don't want this person to be mad at me. Like, very much, you know, you catch more flies with honey. And, like, I want people to, you know, I want the best for people. And I'm like, okay, if you say it nicely. And it's like, they're is one word that you could tweak there and just make it a little nicer and you could not upset them. Because if you go at someone with like anger, like, I don't know. I just, I feel the need to show all people love instead of, because like, I don't want to fight with anyone. I have no desire to fight with anyone. It's not my deal.
0: (laughs) Interesting. Very interesting. So even when you're upset or someone else is upset, you still find a way to make them feel better about it almost.
2: Oh yeah. I mean, I have been definitely talked to people and been like, you're definitely wrong. Like you are 100% wrong, but how do I tell this person they're wrong without making them mad at me? Because they're trying to come at me and like get advice from me, but I can't be mean. So it's like, okay, I see where you're coming from, but here's what they're saying. I think you're misinterpreting this. And I think that this is what you really like need to see. But on the flip side of being able to help people make peace with people around them, I struggled so hard in college with writing argumentative essays because <laughs> I <laughs> could see both sides I like it. who would have ever thought oh it was in, it was impossible I remember writing a paper about the parent who like dropped their kid in like a gorilla thing yeah. and everyone was yeah. like well clearly this mom is wrong like what kind of parent does this and then i was like well here's the thing you don't know what people go through and like i like was very hard on one stance when i started writing the paper and the more i started like doing research to back up my argument the more i felt bad for the mom like, I feel bad for everyone. And I was like, everyone has honestly been through a really hard time. Okay. And I really feel bad picking a side. Like, I can't, I can't do it. Would be a terrible lawyer. Terrible. I'm sure there are nines that are fabulous lawyers. I commend them. But I personally am a no.
1: Oh, I would love to see like a Type Nine as Of like, well, maybe they didn't mean to murder them. Like, <laughs> my client is
0: is guilty, but like maybe, but maybe, but maybe he's had an off day.
2: <laughs> like, think about how he's feeling. There's trauma. Okay, he has past trauma. We it's need to right. deal with it. You don't even care about how he feels. Yeah. Oh, that would be
1: so gold. Like we need a TV show of that. Like I would love that.
2: It's so gold.
0: Wow. How interesting. I'm like mind blown
1: to hear the way you think. I don't think like that.
2: Oh, it's a wild time up here. I promise you. Megan doesn't think like that.
1: <laughs> Megan does not think like that. <laughs> <laughs> what
0: a oh, yeah, valuable. Always.
2: Truth,
1: though
0: we'll get into that later.
2: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm.
1: That's good. Okay, so we got the conflict, and I was literally, like, we did the intro, and I was like, y'all, you're going to hear about conflict in this episode. Like, we heard about the eights. They like conflict. The nines hate it. And so I'm like, the funniest thing is when you have a person that's, like, a nine-wing eight, it's, like, eternal battle the entire time.
2: (laughs) I know. I need to meet a nine-wing eight because I need to know how they, like, do it. Yeah. Like how yeah, like that sounds like so stressful to me. Oh yeah. It's like I've
1: I've I know one and she's like it's a constant internal battle, like of wanting conflict and not wanting conflict. It's crazy. I feel like it's like angel devil on each shoulder the whole time, twenty-four seven. Be super nice. Take them down. Like (laughs) how would they feel about that? They don't even care. So, I would like to see that in TV form as well. Let's start writing some scripts. Okay. We just
2: pen, paper. We got to go. We have we stuff it. to do.
1: Podcasting. We're now screenwriters.
2: Let's go. Yes. yes. It's fine. We have You're no sure. background knowledge and all of that, but you know, don't we're not, doing it. Don't
1: that's need not, it. That's what the millennial generation is for. Like we don't, we know nothing of what's going on and we're like, we're just going to do this. Like, just go be, for it. it.
2: Whatever. 100% go for it crew. Like, yeah.
1: like, an Etsy shop, I have no idea what I'm doing. No idea. Podcast host How did we
2: get here? What's <laughs> the
1: Where do we go? There's so many times I can't We're know.
2: we're just we're just doing it. We're doing it.
1: Okay. okay so of, yes. Speaking of, speaking of all of these things, wow I'm gonna sum up in. Okay. You are one of my most loving friends. So <laughs> How do you give how do you give and how do you like to receive love?
2: Okay. So I love, 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 love surprising people with well thought out gifts. Like yes. I keep a list on my phone of like gifts that I want to get people for like Christmas, their birthdays and stuff like that. Because I think about them a lot and I think about people a lot and like what they would like and why they would be practical gifts and like shop buying gifts for my husband is the hardest thing because he wants nothing. And what
0: uh Daniel's Enneagram number?
2: He's a one. Mm-hmm. He is a one. It is he's an aggressive one. He <laughs> loves that uh he loves the rules. And he sticks to his guns on him. And he is his harshest critic, always. Mm -hmm. And therefore, by proxy, as his wife, he can be a harsh critic of me, and not, like, a mean way, obviously, but in, like, a... We can be better. We can do better. Like, how can we do better as a unit? We want the... Like, we're always... Striving to do the best in his mind, and it's just like, I need a break, sir. <laughs> <I'm, tiring>. Sorry, <laughs> this is really exhausting. Like, <laughs> so, but I definitely like to think about gifts, and like, it's really important for me to do that. But I also just love to spend time with people and talk to people, and just really, I don't know. I don't care what we're doing or where we're going or whatever. I just love being with them, like going to be able to talk to them and just talk to them about dumb stuff or important stuff. I'm down for any of it, any and all of it. You know, my favorite thing that, you know, Megan and I used to do this all the time. I would drive an hour, you know, to Frisco to go see her and, then we would go get lunch or we'd work out and we'd go to the mall and whatever. But it wasn't like we had a plan or anything like that. It would just be to hang out and spend good quality time with each other. And honestly, people just agreeing to hang out with me is definitely ways I feel loved because it's like, yeah, like I'm totally down to hang out with you, especially if I like love you in a way I'm like, yeah, like, Let's go run up to the store. If it like the simplest invite, be like, I have to run to the store. Like, do you want to go with me? And I'm like, yes, please take me with me. Like, like like, if you thought about me at any time of your day, I feel incredibly loved. Uh, We went to we, the Columbus Zoo has been opening up, and it is It is my favorite thing to do with Harrison and Daniel because we can like socially distance, do it. We wear masks. We stay. Mm -hmm six feet apart from people we go at 9 a.m when they open because no one wants to wake up that early and drive and take their kids to the zoo and that is completely fine with me because that means more zoo for me we were around like no one but yesterday we went to the yeah it was yesterday we went to the zoo and we walked past the gift shop and we saw a little shirt and it said Harry otter and it had like a little otter with harry potter glasses on it and it. it was so cute and Daniel saw it, took a look at, look at the shirt. And then he looked at me and he goes, you can get a shirt and like knew that's what I wanted. And I don't think that like, obviously he shows me love in a million different ways. Like he is my husband, but that moment right there was just like, wow, I feel so loved. Like you knew exactly what I wanted and what I was going to want from the situation and you, t- I didn't even have to say anything to you. And I just felt so loved because I was like, he thought of me when he saw that shirt and knew I was going to want a shirt. And it was just like, wow, I appreciate it. And I got a very cute shirt. It was not the Harry Otter shirt because it was kid sizes, it wasn't adults. It was kid sizes. And I was going to get it for Harrison, except it was like big kid sizes and Harrison's still a little guy.
0: Grow into it.
2: But I will buy that shirt. I promise. (laughs) Aw. Well, I love that. Yeah. You felt seen. I do. I like to to feel seen. I don't often feel the need to tell people how I'm feeling because I don't want to burden them with my feelings. Relatable, girl. But, yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't want to burden them with my feelings. But if you can if you know me well enough you can find what I want and what I need and it's like no I shouldn't make people be a mind reader and I should be more willing to like tell people my feelings but it's kind of hard because I want people to know that they're loved and I will gladly listen to their feelings Mm -hmm. but if you don't ask me about mine I'm not going to tell you (laughs) It's just how nines work (laughs)
0: we get it. We get it.
1: (laughs) I love that. I think, um, what really exemplified that was like you value being seen. And I think that really ties into like the nines have such an ability to kind of like conform into someone else. And so like they have such an ability to just kind of be the wallflower or just kind of be invisible um, because they're like catering to the needs of everyone else. Um, In the aspect of like taking on areas of their opinions and feelings and that kind of thing. And so you like value being seen as an individual person.
2: Yeah. It's really important to check in on your nine friends. Like they'll check in on you day in and day out, but you should check it on them every once in a while just because they're not going to, they don't, they don't see themselves as. Like, if you don't ask them, they're not going to tell you because they don't see it as important. You know, they're like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, we'll be fine. We'll figure it out type thing.
0: So do you think that's what you want people to know about your type? It's to just make sure you're checking in on the people who aren't going to tell you how they're doing. Now. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That and... uh don't give us so many options like help us out a little bit okay Megan said
0: when she was telling us about nines
1: (laughs) exactly (laughs) I literally I literally talked about I said I said when I when I'm like even something as trivial as like going to lunch with my nine friends like if I just am like what do you want to eat they're not gonna say anything like fully know that like me and Gabby were in college and I was like Gabby what do you want to eat and she's like I don't know, whatever sounds good to you. Like that is her automatic response.
2: Um Honestly, I'm fine with whatever.
1: But if I Gabby, do you want to go to Max, Annie Pasta's, Dolly's, or Slotchki's? All then of the above she, all of <laughs> the above, Nacogdoches. Um, <laughs> but like she would pick out of one of those things because it's it's like a guided option. <laughs>
2: like Yeah, like I need four choices. Don't give me too many. Like I like have some control over the options but I also don't want all of it because what if you hate it and like what if it's like your worst nightmare what if I say something that you don't like because like I don't know if we've said this or Megan if you said this earlier the core fear of a nine is losing people the whole reason they don't want to fight with you is because they don't want to lose you like they want you in their life and they love you for a reason and if you're fighting with them what if you leave like what if you're not there and I don't know uh it's just like that's the that's our biggest thing is that we don't want to lose you like you're important to us and that's why change is hard for us that's why making decisions that affect a lot of people are hard for us is because like oh That makes seven of the eight people happy. But what about that one? You know, what about that one person? What if they eventually hate it and then they're sad and then they, their whole experience and their whole hangout is awful. And then I feel bad. I don't care that, you know, seven of my eight friends had a great time. My one friend didn't. And that makes me sad. Wow. Gosh, <laughs> does that get overwhelming? Yes, 1000%. Yes, I. Trying to make everybody happy is overwhelming.
0: So, Gabby, when you get in those like headspaces where you're just like overwhelmed with the emotion of wanting to make sure everybody else is okay, do you have like a method to kind of bring you back? I don't want to say into reality, but just into <laughs> a more like, I don't know even emotional state because I mean that is that's a lot of emotions to take in
2: uh yeah for sure Uh, I think the way that I do it though is that like if I see that someone isn't having a good time like they're the person that I'll go to and like Mm. try and hang out with and like make make them not make them but like help them have a good time you know yeah because yeah. I can completely understand, like, not being in a situation where you're fully comfortable, mm-hmm. and I don't want that for them. So if I can, you know, talk to them, try and change what we're doing, you know, I there have been fully situations where I'm like, yeah, we're going to leave. Like, we're not going to do this anymore because this person is uncomfortable. Sure. Like, and I think that that's fine, you know, in a way. Yeah. I'd, I get overwhelmed with it. I think if I don't talk it out, I definitely like start to panic on the inside and get really like uncomfortable and like, I don't know, get upset in a way. And I could let that affect me a lot, but it's definitely a lot of, no, that's unreasonable. Or ask, just simply ask the person that is upset, hey, I don't think you're having a good time. How can we help? What can we do better? What's making you upset? And definitely trying to be empathetic with them and just, I don't know, seeing their point of view. Mm -hmm. I definitely love to see someone's point of view and help them not feel that way or feel upset. I mean, obviously, I'm not going anywhere these days. But, you know, definitely trying to make people, like happy and not uh like cause any arguments over it sure. mm-hmm. being a peacemaker if you will yeah i'm just trying to find some peace in here <laughs> <laughs> where's that peace <laughs> where's the peace someone lead me to it <laughs>
1: where
0: is she <laughs>
2: <laughs> she definitely not he she <laughs> she for sure <laughs>
0: Well, now that we've kind of talked about some of the harder parts of being a nine, what is your favorite thing about being a nine?
2: Okay, my favorite thing about being a nine is that we love really hard. Like we love to love super hard and we want people to know that we love them. And sometimes we feel like we don't get to, sh- like we're not showing that enough and we want them to feel loved but we love people so hard and we love them so much that we don't want to get into conflicts with them because we don't want to lose them. Yeah. Like every person that we love is valuable to us. Every friendship we make is valuable. Every, you know, every connection with someone is incredibly valuable. You know, we want people to see that they're loved and that they're cared for and, we don't want people to lose connections with other people either. That's why we help people in con- in their conflicts and are so willing to help people, you know, fix things with other people because those connections are so important to us. You know, when yeah. we're, I, we, I hate change. I hate it, hate it, hate it because what if, losing those connections to people is hard. You know, Mm -hmm. I've left, I recently, you know, obviously not recently, almost a year ago now, I moved States and I left a job that I loved. And it was like super hard for me to, you know, really leave that job because I loved my team. I loved who I worked with and I didn't want them to have a hard time. With their job, you Mm -hmm. know, I didn't want to make things harder for them. I wanted to know that I still loved them. I mean, even when I worked as a, in a doggy daycare situation, I didn't want to leave that job because I made a connection with those people and I loved them. And we just, when we form a connection with you, it's real. And it is important to us that we maintain it. And that's my favorite thing is that we are willing to love so hard that we truly fight for it in a way of not fighting.
0: What a good way to put that. Mm-hmm. Oh, This is why we <laughs> love nines. You're, you guys are so lovable. No question about it. We'd love a love. We'd love to oh. love. We love to love, to be loved, to show love.
2: Mm-hmm. For sure that's awesome
0: all the, love. All, the love. all the love that's why Gabby's so good in our friend group <laughs> <laughs> like I always know that if I don't really know what to say Gabby's gonna have something to say and
2: it's gonna be good <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I'm like thank god just you know trying to be helpful and trying to like be loving and I don't know like Loving people is easier for me than I guess most people, but also that doesn't mean I 100% do not get along with people. Cause that right. is definitely not true. Not everyone. Some people are definitely harder for me to love, but it's definitely worth w- learning about them and getting to know them more. That's awesome. because I don't want to lose friends and I like, you know, love having friends. And we love being your friend. Thanks. I love being your friend, obviously. <laughs>
0: obviously.
2: <laughs> Without a doubt.
0: <laughs> yes. All right. So is there anything else that you want to share, Gabby? Any advice you have for people like us that are friends with nines or if you love a nine? Anything you want us to know besides what we've already talked about or reiterating what we've talked about?
2: Yeah, so I've been thinking about this. So I talked about how nines are incredibly slow to start. To all my fellow nines, this if you're listening to this, go do the thing. Stop waiting. Go, go, go. There's no reason to sit around. Just go do it. And I'm talking to myself too. Go fold your laundry, okay? Go oh, shower. Go take a shower. Go work out. Okay. You can do it. You can do it every day. Just go do it because when you do it, you love it. You love the thing and you're good at the thing. Just go do it. Also for friends and, you know, people in relationship with them, guys, we need encouragement. We need that. Be patient with us. We're really trying and, you know, encourage us, tell us, maybe do it with us, fold the laundry with us, Mm -hmm. you know, tell it, Hey, Hey, you know, you could probably relax by taking a shower, you know, or Hey, you want to work out with me? Megan was the best at being my workout buddy and being my like accountability partner. Like we we were, we were the bomb at it. We were just good. And, you know, because I needed that little, little push. (laughs) And also, uh, Don't forget to ask how we're doing. Don't forget to check in on us because we won't tell you, I promise. (laughs) But we don't want you, we don't want to be a burden on you. So we're just trying to get some. But we do we do like to be seen and heard and cared about. Because we see and hear and care about everyone who loves us. So don't forget about us every once in a while. (laughs)
0: Love it. Well, Gabby, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been a super enlightening conversation and it it really does just make you fall in love with nines even more. You're such good people. We love nines.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me. So fun.
0: Yay. just love nines. They're the sweetest people. And oh my gosh, I cannot believe the mindset that they have and everything they think about on a daily basis. I am so grateful for nines. And make sure you go ahead and listen to Gabby's advice and check in on your nine friends. Make sure that they're good. Check on their feelings because they're not going to tell you. So now that you know, go ahead and ask. I'm sure they'd really appreciate it. Okay, so next week, we're continuing our Enneagram journey with the Enneagram Ones. I love me some Ones. Of course, I guess I'm going to say that every single episode, I love everybody. But Ones have a special place in my heart, being a Two with a Sometimes One wing. And our One that's coming on is fantastic. So creative, so talented. And you guys are going to love her. In the meantime, go ahead and give us a follow at Pete for podcast on Instagram and make sure to follow Megan's Instagram at Confident Communicators. Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you next week.